We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Nadia. Nadia and I met recently at a movie premiere, and she just stood out to me. We are in a massively crowded room with just amazing people, uh, surrounded by just such an inspiring opportunity to hear someone else's story. And she just stood out. She has just like the sweetest smile, personality, and energy about her that just welcomes you in and just sees you and is present with you. And I'm just so excited to uh, catch up with her again. We uh, stayed in touch. We're grabbing coffee now here in Brooklyn, and I am so excited that she's agreed to sit down with me. Uh, let me get to know her a little bit more and share her with you guys. So, Nadia, thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> I'm excited to have you. Um, so, I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your view of the world. There's no wrong answers because it's you. So, take your time, answer as you feel comfortable, and we'll dive right in. Awesome. All right, here we go. So, first one is who do you define yourself as? It's not a specific like person, and I've never thought about it this way actually. I feel like I've I've experienced a lot in life, even though I'm only 23, and it made me actually the person I am today. I'm, I'm a mixture of three different cultures now. I'm actually I'm from Tunisia originally, and I also lived in France a little, and now I'm in New York. And this is actually a very good like melting pot <laughs> so far. So yeah, and also I'm also a little bit of everyone I meet and everything I experience in life, so yeah. A nice mixture of everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and three beautiful cultures there. Yeah. Glad you get to connect with me here in New York and we get to meet up and, and what New York brings together in people and from everywhere and yeah. That's what I love most about New York actually is the fact that everyone is coming from everywhere and you get to actually speak to people from all different cultures. Yeah. And this is what I love most about it. So. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and your French background and your Tunisian background as yep. well, which is it's awesome to have that that balance and culture but also just that life in different aspects that bring into who you are so yeah uh next one's a little easier awesome is your favorite food (laughs) so my favorite food is for now i think it's because i miss home and it's basically shakshuka which is it's come from like arabic countries mostly but my favorite one is from tunisia obviously and it's made with something called merguez and it's really really good so yeah I'll make you try it someday. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I've, I've had it in, other, in, in some Arabic-based countries, and it's, I definitely like it. So um, we'll have your version anytime. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Um, are you reading anything right now? Yeah, I'm actually currently reading uh, Sophie Mon Amour, which is a book written by Elif Shafak. And it's, called, it's actually about Sufism. I don't know if you have any idea about it. It's actually, um, well, I'm just going to make it very general. general. Um, it's about how actually you need to work on yourself internally and seek love and find actually how good you are as a person on the inside to actually spread it, spread it, spread it out and actually share it with the world. And in order to find love elsewhere, you need to find it within you in, in the first place. So it's actually... Um, Sufism is part of Islam and it's actually a way 
and it's a whole mindset and I encourage you to actually read about it it's very very interesting yeah. I, will, I will definitely do that alright is that book in English or French because it sounds well it's French okay it's also it's also like it has versions in English okay, as well so, so I can look it up yeah. then that works it's like clearly do not speak any French but yeah no that's really cool and I love that like I think that is something I agree with wholeheartedly that like we have to we can't give from something we don't have and if we don't know how we love ourselves or the value that we have on our own there's not going to be something that we can pour out to someone else Definitely. often people are like oh it's selfish to love yourself or take care of yourself I'm like it's the least selfish thing you can do because then you have something to give so I love that that's really cool but uh, what would you say is your greatest fear well, my greatest fear is not being able to give back to my mother mm. and my little sister. Mm. They've been here, they've been there like my whole life and I can't wait for like for the day I'll be able to give them the love they gave me and actually give her the life she deserves. Mm. So, yeah. Mm, that's cool. I'm sure they know how much you love them yeah. for sure. But uh, on the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? I value, I think I value myself the most. <laughs> I actually value the, um, the fact that whatever I've been through, I've always like tried to take the best out of it and try to be a better person. Even like, for example, something bad happens, I try to be the complete opposite. And I feel like it's very difficult for someone to actually take the bad and actually turn it into a good thing. Um, yeah, so I'm very proud of myself on that. That's something yeah. to be very proud of, for sure, yeah. When was the last time you felt joy? Well, the last time I felt joy was actually yesterday. I had a phone call. Like it was, I had a phone call and I was walking my roommate's dog. And I was just talking to my mom and my little sister. And I felt like for somehow like I was able to actually find balance, even though I'm very, very far away from them. I'm able now to feel like more comfortable in the city and I feel like I'm, I'm at home so yeah that's good yeah that's a lot it's a big challenge to like it sounds like they don't live here in the city as well no. yeah sort of move away from family and what you know and come to this big city and and adjust and then find your your own home in that is is it's a really cool thing yeah that's awesome when was the last time you were afraid and why well, the last time I was afraid was when I was surrounded by people who don't, do not actually understand who I am and I felt like I've been losing myself in the process. So whenever you feel like you are not misunderstood, you usually blame it on people. But what I do is mostly I blame it on myself because maybe I wasn't clear enough about my actions or maybe I wasn't, I wasn't showing everything. I, even though I try to be as genuine as possible with everyone, but sometimes it doesn't click, and I have to I have to accept that. So, yeah, it's hard when you're just like, all right, I want people to to know me, but then it's like, is it their fault for not caring enough to listen, or is it my fault for representing myself wrong? And then we can just like circularly overthink that for forever. Exactly. But yeah, we do the best we can to show up for who we are, and it will be it will fall where it needs to fall. So exactly. yeah, that's cool. And your people will know you. Like, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. When, when you find the people who you're supposed to have, they're, they're gonna, it's not going to feel forced. It's not going to feel hard. It just no. connects. So, yeah. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? I think it wasn't, like, I was very young at that time. And I feel like when my parents got divorced, that was a life-changing moment for me. 
because I've been I didn't know any like concepts before that I was like I didn't even know the concept of money or how I should like manage things and I was just like careless living my life and and since that moment everything has changed and it made me it made me actually conscious of about like the, the efforts my mother was making um, like the presence of a masculine figure in the house etc etc and I had to actually adapt to everything and I had to adapt to that at a very young age, but it actually taught me a lot, and and I'm proud of it. I'm very proud of it. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, there's so many situations, like especially growing up, that and our parents, whether we like it or not, they impact us greatly, and their choices impact us greatly. And so being able to say like, all right, I'm gonna learn from that. I'm gonna grow in that. Like, it's cool. We don't get to decide what those situations are. They just happen yep. to us. So. Yeah, it it took time for me to realize that it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Even though at, when you were a kid and you you kind of feel like um, a sort of rejection at that point, but but then you just understand that it was never your fault at, in the first place. So mm-hmm. it's okay. And yeah, but when we're like when we're kids and something changes, we see ourselves. So we blame ourselves also, and that seems like an, an often an easy option. Like oh, it must be because of something I did because we don't see that picture. We don't see the vastness of like what those other people are experiencing. So it's cool to be able to come to a point where you're like, all right, I'm good, that wasn't me. And and to also not lay blame on, on others for where they were growing into. Definitely. Yeah. So you have not known me for too, too long, but <laughs> what is something you think you and I have in common? Well, the fact that we, we have love to give to people hmm. and we both like enjoy learning more about strangers and about people that actually then with time can become very close to us and I love this about you and that day when you came to me and you talked to me I felt like I'm seeing myself because usually I'm the one who goes to people (laughs) and that day I felt very special and you were like well maybe we can do a podcast and this meant a lot to me so yeah well I'm glad and it means a lot to me I was telling you before we started I'm always like uh, I don't know, like a, a kid, like are nervous, and I'm like, are they gonna say no? Or are they gonna say yes? And whenever somebody is like, yeah, okay, I'll do it, I'm always like so excited because it's, it is. I feel like I'm asking a lot of somebody, and for them to meet that and be like, yes, I see the value in that as well, and I, I'm so grateful for that, and so grateful for you too. So that's cool. Thank you for that. What is something you are looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the day I find myself more stable in a city like this one. It's very hectic. So I'm looking forward to actually finding my place. Besides like what I study, which is computer science, I do photography as well. And I'm looking forward to improving my... And to actually become m- more into that and actually improve myself as a photographer and as a computer, as a developer in general. So, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's good things to look forward to yeah it's so cool when you have like I don't know in a way like okay computers and programming and coding like that seems so like it has to be this way but I think there is a lot of creativity in that too and um and then with photography it's almost like to to people like me who don't know coding and don't know computer science it can be like wow those things don't seem to go together at all like you have one really creative field in photography and one what feels like a very rigid field but I think there is a lot of connection in the two so it's it's really cool to see you choose to pull these big aspects of of talent and skill and and hone those in so there is actually a lot in common as you said that's true 
um, well, the fact that you can actually use creativity in like web development, for example, and also in photography, you have to have a certain logic and a certain. I actually was self-taught, so I taught myself photography from my, from, since I was very young. I I started just like one day I stopped using social media and I tried to stop talking to people, and <laughs> this was a kind of escape. And taking pictures of everything was a kind like a way for me to actually enjoy myself in Tunisia, and it made me actually discover a lot in my hometown. And it needed a lot of logic and a lot of like <laughs> a lot of like emotional intelligence as well because you you have to know what to shoot and what not to and yeah so far it has been a very good escape <laughs> that's really cool yeah that definitely are uh, i don't know i feel like so many extremely talented photographers and i think often in, in computer coding as well are self-taught individuals it's like self-motivated people who like yourself are like I want to learn this and I'm going to figure it out on my own and I think that that's so it's so cool it's so inspiring and it's such sure. a thing that I think it reminds people like it's okay like you don't have to have known this for forever or you don't have to have like had the exact school opportunity you can just choose to want to learn something and do it definitely yes so that's neat it also happened like with actually software development I was more into studying medicine in the beginning and this was actually everything I studied from my when I was very young like I've never cared about web development or anything but then I went to France actually to study medicine and it had like in there they have a very very hard exam that you need to pass and when I was like learning everything in my heart I was I was figuring out that it wasn't actually for me I didn't I can't be a doctor I can't actually learn everything by heart like that so I had to find another solution and it was actually com like coding and computer science and it worked that's so, cool yeah. and I love that you're sharing that like all right I started this path and then I realized it was a different one and like not having fear to change directions and, and pursue something that you find more joy in is is cool hmm. uh, on the other end of that is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today well maybe the fact that children are being mistreated and are not being shown good examples to look forward to because it actually affects them a lot in the future and it actually makes them maybe lose the sense of who they are and it's as if you are actually depriving someone of having their own self and growing up like as a for example someone can have the choice to be a bad or a good person you don't have to impose that on them at a very young age and yeah so. Hmm. Yeah, very much so. I think, yeah, if kids were allowed to grow up in, in a, a safe and peaceful and happy place to create and explore and just not fear or worry, like, yeah, sometimes those situations create things in those people, but to not have that would be a very nice thing yep. in this world, yeah. Hmm. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Uh, I... I never thought about about this actually. Um, I'm usually like looking for how can I say this? It's more like I I don't value the things I do as much as I value what other people do. So I'm I'm not. It's like for me, everything I do is very normal and very basic. And other people actually see the importance of it and make me know about it. Like for example, the fact that well, I was able to excel at certain things and I was able to move out at 22 years old and I, w I also went to France when I was uh, 17 so I'm a person who doesn't I don't fear like change and 
exploring and I really want to learn more about the world and cultures and everything. And I also felt like in Tunisia, it's a very beautiful country, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the place where I could, fi- I could find actually very good um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. So this made me actually move out and everything. So yeah, I think the fact that I love exploring, that would be <laughs> my that's answer. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> to be able to say like, all right, I, I find value and feel known when I get to pursue something that I love and, and see that in myself and identify that I'm willing to push myself beyond something that's comfortable exactly. into something more. So that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. <laughs> so we are here in New York and you've shared a little bit about uh, your home country and uh, time you've spent elsewhere, but where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Well, I call home where, where actually love is. Mm-hmm. If um, I feel loved and I feel valued and respected, that would be home to me. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a citizen of, of the world. I never, like, believed in visas and passports. <laughs> it's not a thing that I care about. <laughs> and so, actually, I don't think that um, I can define it only in Tunisia because I've, I was born there and it's where I spent most of my life. It can be anywhere. It can be, for example, if I moved tomorrow to Denmark and I felt very comfortable, I would call it home as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that, where you feel loved That's, and respected. Loved and respected, That's, that is a home. I love that very much. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I wish I didn't struggle with the fact that I... I had to teach myself certain things mm-hmm. and the, the absence of a parent in your life makes mm-hmm. it like a little difficult because those things could have actually, uh, it made me lose a lot, a lot of time because I had to protect myself in certain situations and being a girl who doesn't have like um, someone who was protecting her, that was something that I struggled with. But then actually it taught me how to actually Uh, protect myself more and be more conscious and now it's very helpful at 23 because at a certain point you'll find yourself like alone so yeah now it's very useful Mm -hmm. I know why it happened (laughs) yeah it's like the the good and the bad end of certain things like because of something that maybe wasn't the best way that we could have experienced something we now have developed a skill to survive or to grow or to continue being something and so in ways you've moved along further and in ways it's like okay yeah that would have been nice but <coughs> yeah I can I can relate to that and understand that for sure what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in okay so it's very funny mm-hmm. and I used to struggle with the fact that I can't have a conversation <laughs> without without having uh, music on like I, I usually had like um, a pair of like um, earbuds uh, yeah I was like I don't know they changed uh, the uh, name so the wired airbuds. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've had like I always had one in one ear and I had the other ear available for someone who's talking to me and this mm-hmm. actually makes me focus on what you're talking about mm-hmm. and I, I usually like lose myself in my thoughts so I had to put music on in a way so that I create a certain balance and focus on what someone say because I'm usually like whenever I'm not listening to music I'm always thinking about something. And so I had to actually train myself to, <laughs> to focus. <laughs> to focus. Yep. And even when studying or learning something or anything, for example, even when I'm sleeping, I used to put music on, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, not, no one, not everyone can understand, but it's okay. <laughs> no, that oddly makes sense to me. So when I was like back in school, I would, I would literally like turn a, a, a sports game on or like have to go to like a really busy coffee shop 
or something so that I could focus. Because if I was just in like a quiet room, yeah. I would just be like, my head would be everywhere. And I'd be like, I'm not thinking about this. I'm thinking about everything else. Like, it's almost like you have to be like, I need a constant distraction that I have to ignore to consciously focus on this so that I can be present in this. Um, so that makes sense. But it's a cool thing to have grown in and learned in because I feel like, yeah, if you're talking to someone and they feel like you're listening to something else, they feel very ignored or they don't feel very important. And This was the yeah. main reason why I removed social media yeah. and I stopped talking to people at some point. <laughs> so because it was very like rude to some, to some and I tried to avoid it as much as possible. So yeah. No, but it's something that you're clearly very good at, yeah. uh, being very present and being very focused, even if your mind is in 15 other places right now. You're uh, fully engaged. I feel your presence here. So, yeah. Actually, I figured that it's very important to be to live in the present. Mm -hmm. I've always lived in, like, in a sense, I was always thinking about the past and how it could have been. And this one, I was very young, actually. Mm -hmm. And now I'm more aware of of my time and of how it's very important to actually live and <laughs> and enjoy life and not actually keep holding grudges over things and yeah. and try try to overthink everything it's actually a, a big waste of time but well it's it's a slow process but now i feel like i'm better at it, at it and i'm and i'm more like focused and yeah that's something that's like a a very it can feel very like uh, vulnerable to share that um because people can maybe not understand that uh, but i think a lot of people myself included can very much appreciate and understand that so thanks for sharing What is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? So, uh, since I came here, I'm teaching kids how to code and how to build games and how to actually build small like r robots, etc. And this, I've been very like proud teaching kids how to like find themselves as like very good game developers and everything. And I feel like I'm good at it. I'm good at teaching them. And now I created like some passionate small engineers <laughs> and this, I'm very like, this is something that I enjoy doing so far that's really cool and you are you're like you're passing something that you've learned on to someone else and I think like that is like there's so much value in that when we can absorb something uh, teach, our, teach it to ourselves see how it impacts us and then choose to do something with it so it goes forward to somebody else and it gets to be a source of value and creativity and passion for them as well so that's really cool I love that All right, this one's a little bit more fun. Um, if I were to give you $10,000 and two weeks you have to spend it in, okay. you can't give it away, mm -hmm. what are you gonna do with it? So I love traveling and I didn't get the chance to actually travel to a lot of places in the US, so I'll probably spend the two weeks traveling with that $10,000. <laughs> Fair enough. And I'll give some, some of it away to homeless people or, yeah, I would do that as well. Fair enough, yeah, that's cool. Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it as you intend it or hear it how you wanted them to? And don't tell me who, if so. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that I've always, found to, that, to that person specifically, uh, I've always had good intentions towards them and I really wanted, wanted it to work. Mm. And I've put my heart and soul in it. But it, it happened that the circumstances made that impossible and someone can't actually keep losing themselves just for for a relationship or for yeah so no very much so i think that's a hard it's such a hard truth to be willing to accept but it's often the most loving thing we can do for someone else is to realize that 
we're not okay or we're not becoming the best version of ourselves with that person nothing against them and nothing against us but if we stay in those places we become something that we don't love and we also become something that they don't love and it's just detrimental for everybody so it's a hard step but um, one hopefully they they hear and understand at some point for you on the other side of that would it is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love well actually I'm very self-aware so if there's something bad about me I'm pretty much aware of it (laughs) like someone has already told me or I've told myself it's like I've already done the job but if they ever want to tell me something I wouldn't feel very like very hurt or something mm-hmm. instead I'm very good at listening to mm-hmm. like if you if you ever want to like if you feel like I did something wrong to you I would listen to it mm-hmm. and I would acknowledge my mistakes mm-hmm. but as long as you are being fair and you are being aware of what I'm of who I am mm-hmm. then yes I would listen to you for sure and I would try to change it mm-hmm. but if it's not then yeah depending on where the heart it's yeah. coming from for sure yeah we can't take everything everyone says but if it's coming from a, a person and a place of of love and care for themselves or for us then yeah it's cool very much what would you say makes you feel at peace well what makes me feel at peace is the fact that I've never done anything bad to someone <laughs> everything bad I've done so far has been to myself <laughs> so, um, like I've been I put myself in certain situations where I shouldn't have like dealt with but as far as I'm concerned like I've never done anything inten- at least intentionally and like try to hurt someone and try to do something evil just for for myself or for the sake of getting something out of it no I'm yeah. very, very happy that I never reached that point in life. So. Yeah, I think that's something a lot of us don't stop and pause and think about and appreciate in ourselves That is that we don't have an intentionality towards evil. Maybe we aren't inherently doing something good all the time or, or we, we can hurt people unintentionally, but to not purpose to do harm is a, is a choice in its own, for sure. But, hmm. Would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? Well, it has been feeling uncertain since I came here because every everything I learned, everything I know is actually completely gone since I came to the city. It's very different from what I've experienced my whole life. And also I'm growing up, so it's pretty normal. And now I have to work and I have to rely on myself, etc. And so this makes it very uncertain. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm very at peace with the fact that I know that I'm gonna get somewhere in life someday, and whatever that would be, I'm, I would be very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very content and satisfied of what I'm at right now. So, mm-hmm. no, that's cool. I like that very much for sure. This one is always my loaded question. Um, but is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that maybe they normally wouldn't receive well coming from you as a woman, whether it's a compliment, a criticism, encouragement? a bit of advice or however you would take that? Well, probably the fact that I acknowledge that the opposite sex has also the same amount of feelings as we have and they shouldn't pretend and they shouldn't pretend that they do not feel things, that they that they do not understand because I'm sure they do and we are all human beings. It doesn't, there is no actual, I know that there are a lot of differences and everything, I acknowledge that, but uh, being human and Having emotions is something that is valid for both of us, mm-hmm. and we should both like 
take good care of the other, like uh, the the opposite sex in front of us. We have to actually value them as much, and as much as we don't want things to happen to us, we don't. You don't have to actually do them to someone else, and you don't feel you don't have to feel a sense of superiority just because you have you're a male or you're a female. So. I love that. I love that that's inclusive on both ends of that and saying like, hey, we all as humanity have feelings and we should care about those and we should value those and we should take care of those and take care of the person in front of us too and allow them to feel and have a safety around accepting what they're feeling and working through it in a way. So yeah, very, very much agree with that. I don't know how you feel about speaking in large audiences. I could maybe guess, but <laughs> um, so public speaking is not a, a, a enjoyment. We'll take that part out of it. But if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to leave them with a, a bit of advice, a life lesson, um, what would you share? I would probably say that none of us is too much. None of us is. Um, if you feel like you're too much, in like at a certain point of in life or someone made you feel that way you should probably get away because maybe you're too much for that person and you're maybe not enough for someone else so you have to actually put yourself in in the right environment and you shouldn't have to like it's for true for sure like we have to like make some changes and improve ourselves mm -hmm. but what's within you and what you know best is actually what's best for you and you shouldn't in any any shape or form change that for someone or just for example if um, you're at a job and people are making you feel worthless or it doesn't it's not an, a valid reason for you to stay or for you to prove yourself mm -hmm. so yeah hmm. i love that yeah very much I think we can very, very, very quickly say like, yeah, I think very much so when we can, we can tell ourselves like, I need to be what this situation is calling for. But if you take something that fits perfectly, like if you have a puzzle and the piece fits perfectly there and that's where it belongs and you pull it out and you try to put it somewhere else, like it's always going to feel wrong. It's always going to feel forced. It's always going to feel hard, but it doesn't mean that that piece is wrong. It doesn't mean you are wrong. It just means you're not in the right spot and that's okay. It's okay to change. And I love that you say that. I love that you bring that up and, and give that advice. I think if you're listening, that's kind and loving and, and, and full, full of life advice. So please hear that. Put yourself where you belong. And if you don't feel like you know where that is, like be okay to, to know yourself and to, to listen to yourself and see who you are and accept who you are. Because if you, you don't know who you are and you don't know where you are and, and what you stand for and, and what you believe and, and, and who you're supposed to be, then you're not going to know where you're supposed to fit anyway. So if you feel like you don't belong anywhere, remember you do with yourself for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, what is something you wish people knew about your culture? However, you would pull that or define that. <laughs> well, it's very unfortunate that my, my my culture is portrayed as as bad, and people. Yeah, I feel like people do not know much about Tunisia, especially. It's a very tiny, small country in North mm -hmm. Africa, and every time I mention it, people are like Indonesia. No, it's Tunisia. <laughs> actually, um, where I've never seen like um, a place where where everything is so simple and so like ev everyone there are so chill everyone there are just there to enjoy life and be happy and this is their only aim and goal in life and 
not not well now like my generation is trying to be someone in this world and everyone is moving out etc etc but originally people there are very happy and content with having a very good meal and being able to go to the beach during the summer and enjoying this being like the sun and enjoying like their family being surrounded by people etc so you don't have like you don't have the choice you have to be extroverted in Tunisia <laughs> you have to deal with everyone and speak to everyone even though you don't want to it's not a choice and actually yeah it's and they everyone there have um, a different form of showing their love to you but you can really feel that everyone are mostly genuine mm-hmm. and like since you're in, I'm now I'm in a big city I can feel the huge difference and the importance of my country and my culture mm-hmm. it's a very good an amazing it's an amazing country it has everything it has a very an amazing beach it has the sahara it has the ruins it has the monuments so yeah maybe we should go someday yeah we definitely will. yeah <laughs> right that's really really cool hmm. how about anything and maybe that answers that specifically but is there anything that you love specifically about your culture i love the fact that women women are valued even though it's an arab country it's it, women there have their rights and maybe even more than men at some point and like we we don't really deal a lot with sexism or if you're i've never dealt with anything in that in that way and i feel i'm like i'm very very proud of this yeah yeah that's that's really cool that's not something most countries can say so yeah i look forward to uh visiting there someday but. Is there anything about your culture that you're not so proud of? Of course, the fact that um, now it's considered as a third world country mm-hmm. and it's becoming poorer and poorer, even though a lot of there's a lot of potential in there. There are, uh, there are a lot of kids who are very good at math and, and very talented, like for example, singers, etc. And everyone now is moving out. Like including me, and but for example, everyone that the day they move out, they don't look back and they do not try to do something for it, and they usually blame it on the government. While we all have a part of responsibility, and well, I'm trying to have a life here, but I'm probably returning back someday, and I'm gonna be there for Tunisia somehow. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. It is. It's hard when it's like, okay, well, I don't like this, but then. We can identify what we don't want and we can go somewhere else, but to say like, I don't want this or I don't like this, but I'm willing to be a part of improving it. But yeah, that's, that's hard when generationally, like the next generation is, is leaving. Yeah. It, it impacts economy, it impacts a lot of things and that's, yeah. Would you say that you know what your purpose is in life? Well, I think I found my purpose since I was like 15, 14. I, it was like a casual day. I was eat, having lunch at my house and I was alone. It's something that I enjoy doing. And I was watching TV and there was um, a documentary about uh, a hospital ship that goes to places in Africa where mm-hmm. there there are no hospitals. Mm-hmm. And and I found myself like mesmerized by this. I was like, this is why I want to become a doctor someday. And then I switched to computer science and it's still my goal. So I'm going to still contribute to healthcare somehow. And my goal in life is to change for example organ donations in african countries mm. it's very the situation is very bad people are are dying and people are not actually donating organs and there's there has to be a drastic solution for that and i'm looking forward to working on that specific field so yeah. that's really cool i know yeah you shared with me a little bit before that that was kind of like a route you had started into 
and then divert it into where you're at now. But I love that it's something you're passionate about and you found a way to, and are continuing to look for a way to still impact that area of the world or that part of life that, that you want to make a difference in. So it's cool. Look forward to hearing what you do. I'm sure you'll make a big impact. Thank you so much. I don't know if you do, but do you have uh, a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? <laughs> no, but actually I'm, I'm thinking about getting one. <laughs> and I'm thinking about getting uh, three elephants, mm. a big one and two small ones right behind it. And it's a sim- symbol of, like, it's my mother and me and my sister. Mm. And we're just, like, following each other. And yes, so I'm looking forward to doing that. <laughs> That's cute. I love that. What is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? Well, I'm very proud of the fact that I'm in New York right now and I'm able to actually feel like I'm part of this and I'm part of this huge, huge city and I can find my place in a way. And the fact that I'm teaching kids right now and I'm impacting their lives, it means the world to me. Yeah, that's really cool. And you are, very much. I don't know what the rule is when you become an official New Yorker, but I think you live here, you become one. So, yeah, you are a part of it. Part of a living, breathing organism of the city. (laughs) Well, Nadia, I so appreciate so much all of your time and your willingness to share and allow me to share you with others. But is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Um, I think I... I showed little bits of myself in this podcast and I'm very happy that I got the chance to. I've never thought that I was I will ever be on a podcast before and it's a very good experience especially with someone like you. You really make me feel very comfortable sharing all this and I hope just that everyone will just remain kind to each other and because it actually life is hard by itself so let's just make it easier for each other and that's it. <laughs> Very much so. Life is hard on its own. Make it a little easier for each other. Well, Nadia, you are a gem and a sweetheart, and I'm so grateful for your time and uh, looking forward to sharing this with everyone else. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.